Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. If you haven't already, head over to your favorite streaming platform and leave a five-star review for the show. We've been grinding together for 300 episodes. Isn't that wild? And I love it because every week we're getting better. Even in the down weeks, which this week was certainly a down week, we have the ability to learn and grow. Like Big Sean said, turn your L's into lessons. Today, let's talk about me losing money, lots of it, and then we'll get some predictions for the end of the year. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I'm down almost 50% for the week. Yeah, you heard it. 50%. Not only that, but I got flagged for pattern day trading on my Robinhood account. When you open and close positions in the same market session, that's referred to as a day trade. Doing so four times in five days will have you labeled as a pattern day trader. That requires you to have $25,000 in your account or you get subject to uh, trading restrictions for a designated time period. So in my case, I can't day trade for 90 days. Now this last week, I was trading way too much. My earnings season had me trying to scalp options. I I was just, I was bugging. All season. Uh, Here's a few takeaways, though. Getting restricted from day trading has been a blessing. If I wanted to, I could have gotten the restriction lifted. But the discipline will do me some good. I I know the way I'm supposed to trade. And I have success doing it. But every so often, I start getting ahead of myself. Ignoring rules and taking every trade. Uh, Chris Hansen uh, has a great phrase he uses. Don't date ugly people. Um, By this, he basically says to stick to your criteria. So there's that. Uh, The next takeaway is I was right in what I thought was going to happen. I was just too early, which led to me losing money. Being too early is far worse than being late uh, insofar as I've experienced it. And uh, so it happened like this, right? I bought a few put options on the major indexes, the SPY, uh, the triple Qs, but I was too early. And remember, right, with options, you will lose all your money if you're too early because time is a variable. So uh, here are some things that I think the market will have to deal with for the rest of this quarter, uh, considering that, I mean, one, I started off on a bad foot, but I I do have a a strategy or plan going into the next probably three months, right? Earnings season, the last three months or the last couple weeks, took the spotlight Uh, And positive results spurred enthusiasm. But I think there's a few things that are still looming that will come to light within the next three months. For one, there's China, right? But they're still, their economy is still struggling. And we have those real estate issues, right? The the Evergrande issue seemed to have resolved itself way too quickly. And I don't think it's done yet. Next, there's the Fed chair decision. Right, the market will have to deal with the speculation until Joe Biden makes a firm decision as to who will sit as the Federal Reserve Chair. Right now, the market is 
Uh, I think the market's okay with uh, Powell. I don't think the market wants to have somebody new in there because then they got to adjust to this new person. But, yeah, we have to wait for, for Biden to make that decision, which they've been kind of putting to the back burner or handling below, you know, behind the scenes. And, um, yeah, we're just waiting on that. And, and last, the market is way above its average yearly return of 10%, right? At nearly 25% for the year, the question is whether we're due to give some back moving into next year. Right, we don't have to average ten percent. Right, we're gonna have down years. We're gonna have years that are more than ten percent, but on average, it's ten percent. So when you see that we're uh, more than double what the yield return is, you gotta wonder when we're gonna give that back. Right now, we're approaching a holiday seasonal rally. Right, they call it the Santa Claus rally, which bodes well for stock prices. But we do have those looming factors that I I still think will be important. Right, the market is trying to predict what's going to happen six months in the future, right? That That's the goal of the investors, to try to see what's going to happen. I think that the Evergrande situation and its impact on the Chinese economy is going to play out in the next couple of months, maybe. Right? That's, a, that's a big economic thing if it were to come to fruition. I think the Fed chair decision is also big because that person impacts monetary policy and how the news gets des, uh, disseminated. Right. So that's also a pretty big thing. And uh, I think the market, again, having to give back some of those profits uh, or give back some of those gains, I think that's going to be important. Right. There's a lot of profits to be taken off the table. Right. The, the prices, prices are really high. Right. There's still a lot of people holding profits that haven't been cashing in. Right. It's just a matter of time for when the investors do decide to cash in. And then it's another question of, how widespread will the um, profit taking be? Will it be, you know, uh, will it be in droplets, or will we notice one person taking profits and then somebody else takes profits because that person takes profits, and it turns into a domino effect and brings the whole market down, or will it again just be like one at a time in secrecy, like we saw with uh, Tesla, right? So here's my bold prediction: I'm seeing a small correction at the start of next year. Right? If it happens sooner, great. From what I understand, that is what many retail investors are banking on. And if it happens around that time, also great. I mean, I'm learning from my mistakes. It's better to be a little late and wait for the confirmation than to be too early and lose all my money. But that that's my prediction. I'm still a long-term bull. The market's still going up. You don't foresee anything catastrophic happening to throw America off course. Right, uh, the United States, of course. So the bull market will likely continue, um, but it, we're talking about a short-term, healthy correction that may or may not happen. But it, it would be interesting to see if those things come to light again in the next three months. So the uh, the truth is, I didn't lose all my money. I was sitting on a good profit from a previous trade. I've just lost most of that profit. Right, bringing me back to my original investment. So I'm basically back to square one, which is not a big deal because we've traded up from a small account before and we'll do it again. Right? The, the, the way we start next week uh, will be very important to watch as well for most of us. Right, So I'll see you on the battlefield. Be vigilant. Watch how Friday closes. Watch how Monday cl- opens. And listen for any news over the weekend. We are getting into the end of the year, so it's going to be exciting. Go and leave a five-star review, please.
Thank you. And join the Discord. And remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. (laughs) 